they'll set up a Hong Kong company here and then set up a bank account. And then all the goods are shipped from China to the States directly. This is a typical case for being successful. Welcome to the Global from Asia podcast, where the daunting process of running an international business is broken down into straight up actionable advice. And now your host, Michael Michelini. Global from Asia, episode 175. It is Friday evening as I do my recording and my kids are tearing up my little home office. They're getting so big and and maybe uh, not on the show now, but behind me in spirit. So this week, actually, first I want to apologize for last week's. Uh, we we left in some swear words and we cleaned those up. Sorry, Doug and other listeners. Uh, thanks for your messages. So we cleaned it up, and it was a uh, you know we're trying different ways, different styles. Like that was in a bar, and that was more like lifestyle and fun. And today's on the other side of the spectrum. It's more corporate taxes and accounting and actually something I know a lot of people have been asking about as entrepreneurs and digital nomads and e-commerce sellers. How do we deal with salary? Do we take it out from an ATM machine as a dividend? Is it a salary? Do we do it monthly or whenever we want? Or how do we account for that? So we bring my business partner, uh, Ray Ning from Unipro Corporate Services. And we are uh, equal business partners. Actually, I think I mentioned it earlier in other shows, but we're, we merged our consulting companies and some of you work with me on corporate setup in Hong Kong. So we do that together, Ray and I at, at the Unipro Services Limited company. So I thought it'd be a good time to bring him on the show finally. And he's going to help clarify some questions I've collected from listeners and myself that can help you with doing some better accounting in Hong Kong, but not just in Hong Kong, but anywhere, anywhere in the world, you need to pay yourself. That's why we work so hard. And how should we do it? So today, let's get Ray on the show. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in to our Global From Asia podcast. Today, we have my business partner, Ray Ning. Thanks for coming on, Ray. Thanks for having me, Mike. Yeah, it's great. So We've been working together for a couple of years now. It's time is flying and you're the partner and director at Unipro Consulting Limited. And it's great to have you on the show. Great, great. It's always uh, my pleasure to do seminar with you, Mike. Sure. Yeah, we've done some webinars together and it's our first podcast. So it's, it's, uh, it'll be easy for you and. And uh, it's, it's so the cool thing is you're a licensed Hong Kong CPA, which is certified practicing accountant or public. I'm, I'm forgetting. Yeah, we, we call it certified public accountant with a bracket practicing at the back. Yeah, they add practicing. So maybe you can explain what does that mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, also, a, I think um, many of you may not really differentiate what, what does it mean by practicing and non-practicing. So basically in Hong Kong, you can say there are two licensing of CPA. For practicing CPA, that means we, we can issue audit report. We can do audit engagement for SME clients. And for non-practicing, that means they can't provide audit service. They can just be internal accountant, providing advice internally. So that's the difference. If you want to set up a accounting firm here in Hong Kong, you, uh, you you really need to have a practicing CPA to cooperate with you. 
Otherwise, you can't set up a CPA firm business here in Hong Kong. All right. So, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a sort of. I'm not a CPA in Hong Kong or anywhere. If I, if somebody wanted to be, could they? Yeah, actually, it's open to everyone. But of course, you definitely need the basic accounting knowledge. If you really want to be a CPA, you need to take some professional exams here. There's no a requirement saying that uh, if you graduate from non-accounting background, then you can't join this CPA exam. You can still do a conversion course. For example, if you're from engineering background, you can take the conversion course in HKI CPA. Once you pass it, then you can still continue for the professional exam. And then if you luckily complete all the four exams with a final exam, then you still need to work under a CPA firm. Maybe you can come to my firm. Yeah, then- sure. We're looking. We're always looking for. We're trying to build up a community of CPAs. So sure, we contact Unipro and we can uh, we can have you guys working with us. It'd be awesome. So there's tons of stuff. I'm sure listeners would love to have you and I discuss today. And, uh, but, um, we have to focus on one thing. Maybe we can do more shows in the future, but I think today is something I've had people ask me about a lot on social media emails and is how to get their money out of their business, you know, personally. So there's a few different options to take money out as the owner or director of the Hong Kong limited. So, you know, maybe you, we can give some different options. Yeah, I think many of you may be wondering if I want to withdraw money, is there any limitation or restriction on how much money I can withdraw and what kind of nature of money I can withdraw. But you don't worry about it. Actually, it's very flexible here. There's not really a limitation on when, how much and the na- what nature you can withdraw, withdraw the money. But I would say uh, if you withdraw money, then there should be a purpose, right? And either you take the money for to pay your operating expense, either take your money out for dividend, or either you take it for salary. Sure. Well, everybody needs some beer and coconuts and food and rent. So let's let's go through some ideas here. And of course... I think we should put a disclosure on this podcast that obviously you should talk to a tax professional such as Ray or our our firm, of course, before you make big decisions. But we're giving general advice because this has been a hot topic of mine and I'm, I'm excited that Ray's coming on today to share. But we'll give some general advice today. And uh, so first is maybe we'll start with dividend. So I think one of the perks of Hong Kong is there's a no dividend tax, right? On distributed profits. Yep. So maybe we can explain that option. So if you're, maybe you have two partners, 50-50, and you take out a $1,000, let's just, you know, as an example, each $500, maybe ATM withdrawal or bank transfer to a personal account, that would just be, you know, a, a dividend of, of uh, profits being taken out of the business. And can we maybe help give me like a little bit of an explanation? Okay. So either you pay for dividend or salaries, really 
an internal matter. Actually, it's really up to the management decision. If you take、um, the salary out, it is an expense, and it is more tax beneficial if you incur some expense in the P and L so that your profit tax liability is lower. But if you take dividend, then dividend is not treated as an expense, and that means it's not tax deductible, and it will make your profit and loss looks better because you make. Less expense with a higher profit, but then you will need to pay higher profit tax on the corporate level. On、so、the corporate level, I always try to explain to people when I talk to them is there's tax on the company side and there's tax on the individual side. So a lot of times, entrepreneurs, especially you know, a lot, of course, we work with Amazon FBA sellers and online business owners. Their life is their business. I mean, my life is my business too, and、uh, and Ray's. But you have to kind of first of all separate yourself from the business. I think. Yeah. Once actually, this is something about a limited company, or is un, there's no unlimited company, but there are several forms of doing business here. You can either choose you are a sole proprietor, or you do if you do a partnership business. But most foreigners here, they will do a、uh, limited by shares company, and once you did a limited by shares company, you will need to separate yourself with your company. They are both they they will be you you and your company is separate entity. This concept has to be very clear. So when we talk about if a director take a salary out of the company, he is also Liable for his personal tax here in Hong Kong, but、uh, I would say the personal tax here is actually slight, slightly slightly、uh, the the tax rate is slightly lower than the corporate tax rate, which is sixteen point five percent. But for the personal tax rate is fifteen percent, and you also enjoy some personal allowance and some many kind of different allowance. Of course, we can discuss more in details if you are interested. Great, yeah. So again, today's it's obviously we can't go into all these specifics, and I'm almost nervous to put this podcast online. But usually, the ones that I'm nervous to put online are the ones people like the most. So hopefully, you guys appreciate today and Ray's、uh, expertise here. So, so yeah, you, you know, a lot of times clients we've worked with are nervous to take out a salary. Because then they have to pay home, like you were just mentioning. Then they have to register with as an employee, yeah, in a Hong Kong tax department as an individual, and then pay em- employment tax as an individual.、Yep. So that always gets more complicated. Where I think people think they think that they don't want to be an employee because there's also this offshore claims, and that's a whole another huge topic. And、uh, if there are staff. Employee, then they won't be able to get the offshore, though, right?、Um, for the offshore, it's more complicated, and、uh, we need to treat it as a more comprehensive, holistic view on the whole situation.、Uh, generally, if to in order to claim an offshore, basically your staff has not cannot situated in Hong Kong. You cannot have a physical office here. As long as you prove that your business is、uh, not involving any Hong Kong 
of course you can have your bank account here, but um, for supporting your business, you really need to, need to make it more offshore so that to make your case stronger. Okay, so would they be able to do a salary as an offshore company? Yes, he's still able. He 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 could be able to do that as well. Okay. Um, having a salary with the offshore claim is is okay. But um, if you decided to uh, make an offshore claim and it's successful, then you don't need to worry about to pay your salary or you to pay corporate tax here because it's 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 offshore and it's, it's an exemption anyway. Got it. Got yeah. it. So yeah, so then if they're doing it offshore, then they would just do a dividend. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so I hope people are following. You know, we're, I'm trying to keep this higher level. So how do they, a lot of people say, how can they take out this dividend or, or salary? Either way, it could be just going to the ATM overseas, like in Thailand or in mainland China, and just going to the ATM and withdrawing from the business bank account. Yes, to be more proper, actually, you if you pay for a dividend, then actually uh, all the directors in the company have to agree by having a board meeting. Uh, but, you know, most <laughs> entrepreneurs, they're more private company and just with friends only in the company. Then they can, they, they can just assign the uh, proper meanings to us or you can have your professional company secretary to help you. Um, but for really receive the money, you can just write a check or do bank transfer or PayPal or whatever means you can receive the money. Very cool. Yeah. So I like it, right? That's why I like working with you because you, you understand the entrepreneur side and uh, smaller businesses that, you know, are, are busy hustling on their businesses. So they might not, you know, have to do everything fully prop I don't want to say not proper, but of course, you know, just just making business happen. But I guess the key for dividend is has to be distributed evenly among the owners, right? So if you have a 50-50 partnership, one partner takes out a thousand, the other partner also has to take out equal amount or the amount that's being distributed by the percent of shares outstanding, right? Yeah, it's <clears throat> it's basically the same that you, you buy the listed company stock and you share your proportion of uh, profits. So it's based on how many shares you have, the more shares you have, then the dividend amount will be higher. So it's something I think owners should think about when they take owners in the company. Sometimes it might be an investor that maybe doesn't need the income and they want to reinvest the profits back into the business. So maybe... If that happens, that should maybe be, if one of the owner directors needs the money, then it, but the others don't, then that should be maybe a salary or would have to be a salary, right? If you don't want to distribute it evenly and one owner needs the cash flow in, independently. Uh, in many of these cases, you can just treat it as a shareholder loan, but the loan is, of course, non You can set the terms that non-repayable, repayable on demand or there's no interest rate or just there's no commitment on when is the time to repay the amount, then it's more flexible. Cool. Cool. This is great. Thanks. Yeah. So yeah, shareholder loan is another common one and it could just stay on the books for a while. I mean, I guess. Yeah. All right. Again, everybody, this is a, obviously case by case and we don't, we need to, 
we, we or any CPA would need to really look at your current financial situation, but we're trying our best to give you guys some general advice for free. And, uh, so there's these few different choices. There's dividends and salaries and expenses for the company. Employment tax would then be on the salary side. And then they have to register with the Hong Kong government as an individual. They could do the e-tax. They have to come to Hong Kong to do that or? Um, they, they don't really need to be physically here in Hong Kong. But they just need to know that... Uh, the tax department wouldn't remind them on the obligations actively. So once you send out the company, the, the government assumes you that you understand all your liability, uh, the real responsibilities as a director. If you employ any employee or if you pay yourself salary, then you need to actually file a form to the tax department to notify them you're currently employing some people to work for you. Got it. So yeah, a employing, could do they have to be based? I mean, does an employee have to be in Hong Kong? I know there's been questions I've asked you for clients and they've, uh, they've asked like, they have somebody overseas. Does that person have to, could be an employee of a Hong Kong company? For example, if they have an employee in, in Thailand, they still need to notify the tax department that they, the Hong Kong company employs this staff, but there won't be any tax on this Thailand staff because there's a there's a rule saying that uh, if the employee doesn't work in Hong Kong over 183 days, then this staff is actually not liable to any personal tax here. Okay, so... I know we've been working together and we have people outside of Hong Kong helping us in our, in this firm and they're summer part-time or full-time. Does it, does that matter? Or is that contractors or is it, we pay a service provider. So that's just an expense or if it's individual, I mean, I'm not, I guess maybe it doesn't matter either way anyway, cause they're outside of Hong Kong. Yeah, I think so. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, use us as an example. We do have some uh, offshore people helping us. There's many options that uh, you can actually pay for some professional companies that you can use and then they provide you HR service. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like an invoice, which is like an expense because it's uh, from a, another business instead of an individual. Yeah, yeah. All right. So that's that's pretty good. And then we talk a little bit about an offshore. Um, so if they're offshore, they should probably just do it as a dividend, but they have to prove, you know, Obviously, we get tons of requests by email about these offshore claims and foreign earned in, in, include you know uh, income exclusions and such. Do you want to touch on that a little bit more? Or? I think it's uh, general. I can just put a general case, like sure. a typical trading yeah, company. Great. Yeah, yeah, a typical trading company trading from China and sell to the United States. They'll set up a Hong Kong company here and then set up a bank account. And then all the goods are shipped from China to the States directly. They have no warehouse in Hong Kong. They don't have any people here in Hong Kong. This is a typical case for being successful. So if the goods actually go to Hong Kong and then ship to the States, this will, this will definitely make your case weaker because in Hong Kong, 
there's a function taking part in this whole operation. That means uh, some value are added here, then it is more difficult to argue with the test department saying that uh, this business is totally offshore. Got it. All right. And well, that's, uh, you know, offshore is a pretty complex thing and maybe we can do that later. I think another good question that I'm thinking of is when somebody, when does somebody need to, sometimes people freak out like they just started their business. Do they need to decide if this is a salary or a dividend right away or can they wait until they file their taxes? I think it's the, it would be the best if they just wait until if they have don't they don't they don't have employees. It's just the director running the company. I I, I strongly advise that uh, the company to decide whether it's a dividend or a salary with your accountant or with us if you are using our service uh, when your test filing has come. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I know some of clients that we've helped is uh, they've of course been operating because usually you don't file your taxes for in a Hong Kong Limited for almost a year and a half or even a little bit more around that time. So they've obviously been operating their business. And of course we could help or any CPA could help classify those transactions. So I have a joke in my notes about, you know, if they're at a bar in Thailand at the beach and they take out money for their night out, (laughs) they could later decide if that's a salary or a dividend or, or, or even other, the shareholder loan. Or a loan or expense or other things. So, of course, I think we always recommend using Word, QuickBooks, advi- Intuit Advisors, as well as Zero, And, you know, we try to use all the online tools. So we always recommend you keep track and remember all these transactions, not just keep a bunch of bank statements and, and a pile of receipts. So please at least make a note of these things. But later on, when you do your, your books uh, and audit, you could then help work with a CPA to ensure that those are maximized for your tax return. Sure. Cool. Thanks so much, Ray. And uh, I know this is, I know it's difficult to go, you know, putting these answers online and uh, appreciate you coming on the show. Of course, we would always love to, you know, have anybody listening to use our service. It definitely supports this podcast as well as Ray and and uh, and future shows. So we have uniprohk.com. Yeah. And I think the email is probably the best way or support at uniprohk.com. And that will go to our team to help with your case. Also, we do some live live question and answer webinars uh, that are that are paid. So if you'd like to get on some future webinars uh, and uh, and uh, try to ask some live questions. We do that so that we can, uh, you know, we're not trying to force anybody to use our, our service. You know, maybe you're happy, but you want to ask some questions to Ray or our, our firm. We will have these on a regular basis going forward. We're, we're trying this out. We're going to do one in February. So it might be too late for this show even, but it seems like people are already excited about that. So Ray and I are talking about some kind of regular service where you can ask ask a CPA for help uh, on online. As we know, that's a stressful thing. Sometimes entrepreneurs are ner- nervous about their tax filing. And and uh, so thank you so much, Ray, for coming on the show. And, and uh, we'll have to get you back on soon. My pleasure. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, Ray, for coming on. And uh, I don't know if you guys know, but he's been inspired to start his own podcast in Cantonese. 
or Chinese language and he's been interviewed. I was his first guest and, and uh, it's awesome. I mean, I love creating content. I love inspiring others to also share knowledge and skills and inspire others to take action. So I hope today's show helped you out. Um, sometimes I always worry that they're too boring talking about taxes and stuff, but I know there's certain listeners that really enjoy this stuff. And what we want to do is help you guys out. Also, there's another platform. I know last week I mentioned meetups. I got a lot of emails and messages from people that were interested in meetups in their area. And we're looking at Vietnam. Ho Chi Minh City. So that's coming up in June. You can also see some workshops we're working on and courses at experts.globalfromasia.com. Experts. It's going to be like a new platform. So if you're an expert in your field around Asia, business, e-commerce, international, cross-border e-commerce, I'd love to know you and love to connect with you and work out some events and workshops and courses together. So it's a new new initiative after Cross-Border Summit. People really want to get involved with with us and Global From Asia brand. And I'm excited for that too. I'd love always feedback and show notes as always at globalfromasia.com slash episode 175. See you next week. To get more info about running an international business, please visit our website at www.globalfromasia.com. That's www.globalfromasia.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our iTunes feed. Thanks for tuning in.